Welcome to Battery Insiders, your podcast providing you insights in the fascinating world of batteries. Hosted by Pavia Cha and Simon Engelke. Hello, hello. Welcome back, everybody. It's Pavia and Simon back with you again on another episode of Battery Insider, here to discuss with you the topic of our 64th session of Battery Revolution focusing on nanosilicon and its value um, in the EV battery space and why it's really important for batteries and what the upcoming uh, changes are in that in that technology. Uh, Simon, where, how are you? How is everything going on your end? It's all good. And um, yeah, definitely a fascinating bit of a nerdy session um, talking about some of the, you know, the details within some way or some of the components of the battery but of course all of the battery components are important and you know, the anode side of course we know that people like to use silicon at least as an additive because it can increase your you know capacity and you can you know increase the range and all these good topics but um, of course we also know silicon can be a bit challenging as well at least the higher percentages because of expansion you know 400 percent increase etc so all of these fun topics but yeah this wasn't too much a topic because I think people know silicon is interesting. But here, I think the conversation with Andre and Jake was more about are there other sources for some of these nanomaterials? So here, you know, people want nanosilicon for a couple of reasons, or at least some of them are interesting. Um, of course, also challenging with that. But yeah, they found like a natural way to get these with their startup Ionic Mineral Technologies. Yeah, never, I hadn't really heard about um, Ionic before, and it sounds like they're doing really interesting work as a vertically integrated company that not only produces silicon, but also owns the source uh, from which they're producing it. The Halloy site, I believe, is what, what I learned about on this, like you said, very detailed uh, discussion. Um but yeah, I guess 64 episodes in, we are really down to the nitty gritty when it comes to um, parts of the battery. And yeah, that was really interesting to hear about what's happening, why silicon is really important. Um, obviously, as a big picture person, I've thought about you know batteries and range anxiety, and it's it's really interesting to learn that I, like around three to ten percent of batteries are currently um, include three to ten percent of the battery right now is. Um, some type of silicon and with more silicon and potentially that which can re- replace graphite, we can, you know, extend range, uh, capacity. Um, and yeah, I didn't really know much about those shortcomings that were discussed as well. So, um, you know, it can, it, silicon tends to swell up in the battery over time and that usually diminishes capacity of the battery. Um, and this nano silicon really yields an opportunity to make longer battery life lasts longer. And I think that those are some of the interesting tidbits that I got from the conversation uh, with Andre and Jake. Yeah. And I think it's interesting, right? Because, yeah, again, you know, as you mentioned, there's a couple of different numbers out there in industry, also what, what people are using. And what I found interesting about their approach was not, because often we have, you know, someone who comes up with showing us maybe some more reporting, let's say some really interesting property or like a really interesting um, result, right? Like a measurement result. People would be in the lab and they would develop like something and they would say, look, I got this really interesting battery because maybe it's you know, energy dense or faster charging or 
clinching more safe or whatever it might be, right? People would come with this battery property and would then do their claim and their story and trying to build maybe a business around that. In their case, I think it was a bit different, right? To say, look, you know, we say the market is, or there is definitely a market trend to use silicon um, in our notes with the graphite, as you mentioned, and people want the scalable sources, right? And there's, of course, we know there's other approaches also with CBD and, and where you kind of can design these nanosilicons, but there's some challenges with scale up. So their approach is saying, look, we don't really have to maybe start proving that, you know, silicon is relevant. That's already shown. Um, our main thing is, can we get it from a natural source to scale it up faster um, and get higher quantities, right? And then a cost-effective way. So I think it's interesting. It's a different approach, right? Where taking something rather than proving, let's say, technology, more looking at, we want to find a different source than what is restricted today. Um, so I think it was an interesting approach as a startup to take this route, this avenue compared to others. Yeah, absolutely. I agree. And that reminds me that one of the things they didn't mention is the solution that they have put on the market, their unique proposition to silicon, this nano silicon from this naturally occurring source is that it does not require retooling. And so that makes it, uh, you know, like from a startup and, you know, entrepreneurship and like success possibility, the possibility for success is definitely higher because it's kind of working with the framework and the technology as it exists already. Um, And so hopefully, Ionic is able to kind of really break into the market and ramp up this type of technology and make it and scale it uh, with ease because it doesn't require changing the batteries as they are now necessarily. It just requires taking the initiative to replace parts of the battery with this nanosilicon. Yeah, well, for sure. And I think, yeah, I mean, it's interesting to be seen, right? Like how competitive is it then and things. And I think it was also interesting that, again, with this approach, really focusing more, let's say, on the material and getting the material and then properties, et cetera, versus saying, look, you know, we want to um, prove it maybe like in larger cell formats or full cell and things. So I think they've been, you know, had a more focus on the material than maybe on the, on the battery testing, which again, interesting approach. And the end of the day, right, it also has to work well on the battery. So I think that's then interesting for them to see if they can get, as they mentioned, right, can they get some of the customers to do this testing for them, essentially? Is there enough demand drive, right, that there's enough because of course, as a start, that's the ideal scenario, right? That you get your um, your customers investing all of these, you know, time, money into doing that, versus then you have to prove that. Um, so I think there's still quite a few things to figure out. But I think it's definitely what I like about it, is, and I think they said this as well, right? Like to be commercial, you have to scale. That's the key thing. And maybe in some of the customers you mentioned or they mentioned, they were more caring, let's say, about a scalable process and scalable material versus having one material which is super you know incredible but then it cannot really scale up that much so so i think that's kind of the, the approach you're taking there well definitely a player to keep an eye on and keep on your radar as we uh see how the space continues to evolve um and yeah it was a very interesting discussion i clearly learned a lot um seems like you did too and hopefully those listening are able to learn a little bit about nanosilicon from here from from our discussion and uh, yeah, be a little bit more in touch with that space and how it changes as the technology continues to evolve. Well, with that, um, those of you listening, we hope you'll join for our next session. Um, our 65th session will be here in a couple of weeks. And um, as usual, the recording will also be available here on Spotify, Apple Music, and wherever you listen to your podcast. So we hope you will join us then. 
and be in touch if any topics or questions battery related come to mind. Uh, we're happy to explore those on future sessions. Thanks. Bye.